Hello, I'm CM Conway, the filmmaker of the witty and poignant indie, How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, now on Prime Video, and funnyfailurefilm.com. On this now monthly podcast, we celebrate funny flubs, bodacious blunders, and miraculous missteps that happen to us as artists. So hone your funny bone and let's get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, inspired by our fun and entertaining film, How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood, a film that follows two friends, Ellie and Ben, and their adventures in the entertainment capital of the world. The film is dedicated to the hardworking, unknown dreamers, hitting that bat every day, trying to make their dreams come true. It's a heartfelt journey of friendship and finding one's true identity while revealing a treasure of insider secrets about Hollywood and learning to use slip-ups as stepping stones to where the gold resides. And that's what we try to do on this show. So if you're an artist and you've had a mishap that's happened in your creative journey, and you'd like to share it on the show, please visit funnyfailurefilm.com and click on Share Your Story. Today we have a story provided by Rebecca Rose McElroy, an actress in Britain who has a fascinating tale about a casting call she attended. I see this advert for a casting agency and yeah, I'm going to apply. I want to be famous. <laughs> you know, I thought simple as, right? So I apply and they call me back the next day and I'm literally at uni with all these other people that like, obviously I'm intimidated by because they are all wanting to do the same thing as me. But um, yeah, they call me back. Love your profile. You look great. Come in really feeding me all that I wanted to hear, basically. So I brought a friend along with me and um, we went to this big studio in a you know, prestigious part of London. We went in and it literally, it was like this big building, just, just a studio, it looked great, and very professional. And there were a lot of other people there waiting to go in. I went in, there was a makeup artist, did my makeup. I brought, they told me to bring my own clothes. Uh, so I brought three different outfits, fancy, casual, you know, something more my style. And they were basically like looking through my clothes like, yes, no, awful, good, okay, bad. And then I'm like, okay. Uh, there's a photographer. She took pictures of me, but she wasn't, kind of just seemed like a woman taking pictures. It wasn't a very welcoming feeling. As they were being taken, I really just did not feel very confident. I was like, this is not a good environment. And not really giving me much direction. I mean, I'm like, obviously it's a modeling, like kind of tryout things. You know, you have to be yourself in a way, but there was like no direction at all. So I literally wait for about two hours, just sat there afterwards, what now? They told me to wait, but they didn't tell me what for. So I was literally sat there with my friend for two hours. We get called in by this woman and um, my friend comes along with me as well. She's like the most enthusiastic woman I've seen. She looks really nice. She looks like what you'd imagine when you imagine kind of like a CEO type, a casting agency or someone who's in charge, like just really friendly. She said to me, she said, 
I think you would be perfect for our plus size modeling. You have a really nice face that would work with any period pieces like Bridgerton and all those types of shows. And she gave me a printed out piece of paper with all these lists of agencies and stuff. That'd be great. And then basically she just chatted my ear off about, we'll use the pictures, we'll make a website. All my mind was on. I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be famous. This is my big break. This is my big break. So I wasn't really focused on what she was saying. Basically, I had to sign a contract, blindly sign the thing like, yeah, I'm going to be famous. It's 400 quid to sign up. And I'm like, oh. And she saw I was reluctant. She was like, oh, this is going to set you up for your career. So doing it, it will be very beneficial. And I do it. And then she's like, oh, the whole thing in total is about 4,000 quid. I don't even have like a thousand pounds in my bank. Like I cannot do this. And she was like, there are payment plans, you know, I'm sure you could ask your dad. Okay, this seems dodgy, but I had already signed the thing. Yeah, once you do the full payment, that's when we can start. Oh. Uh. Casting directors and stuff, you should never have to pay. That is like something that you know. Blinded by the fact that, oh my God, it's my big break. I'm going to get famous and all this stuff. And my friend even probably thought the same thing. Like, it looked real. And I go home and I tell people and they're like, why are they going to make a website with you? If they were a casting agency, surely they wouldn't only make the website. And I kind of slowly realized, I think I was a bit in denial the whole time, really. I was like, I'm going to be famous. It's fine. This is great. They love me. Oh my God. It really set me back, to be honest, because these people like really feed into your like wants and desires. I've kept going though, like I've kept pushing. I've managed to do some more projects. But I'm going to keep pushing. Rebecca's story had a lot of interesting twists and turns and is a story I've heard quite a few times in various iterations. Many actors and models can relate to the mystery sometimes of casting calls that promise to make your dreams come true and the waiting, confusion, and mixed messages only to find out that Sometimes a big bill is due at the end of this process. Rebecca has it right on the nose when she shared that an actor or model who's pursuing an agent or manager, someone who can help them obtain work in the industry, should never pay an upfront fee. This representative receives a percentage and gets paid when you get paid. When you book the job, they submitted you for it. It's interesting she didn't find out the fee that was necessary until the very end of the process. And I'm glad Rebecca is continuing to go out there and hit that bat and not be deterred by this experience. I'm certain her story will help other actors and models to ask the right questions up front when attending such casting calls and use that knowledge as leverage to either create their own opportunities negotiate their own deal, or not waste their time, and chalk it up to a lesson learned. Thank you for joining us in the How to Successfully Fail in Hollywood podcast. Copyright by Showstoppers. 
and funnyfailurefilm.com. Intro and outro song, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star by David Mumford. Until next time, remember, mistakes makes art more interesting.